Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out www.nhte.net. Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter there, which is quick and easy. All that's required is an email address. We are coming to you from Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out on the web at www.cbpro, as in Crystal Blue Productions, cbpro.net. Be sure you are subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do so as well. We are thrilled to be on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Lots of great guests on Now Hear This Entertainment, or as I've taken to calling it, NHTE. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from New York, my guest is a singer-songwriter who released a single in early August and is now about to start a tour with Postmodern Jukebox. She was one of the top 12 girls semi-finalists on season 11 of American Idol. She is signed to Freedom Records and... Thanks to her YouTube videos, which have amassed over 2 million views, she has received attention from the likes of Billboard.com, RyanSeacrest.com, and Hollywood Gossip, among others. You've been hearing a song of hers entitled Stronger, Growing Pains. It's my pleasure to welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, Brielle Von Hugel. Hi, Bruce. (laughs) Hi, Brielle. Thanks ever so much for doing this. I'm excited to talk to you. Yes, me too. Awesome. Well, I mentioned there in the intro that in early August you released a single, and it's the song that we were just playing. So tell the listeners all about Stronger, Growing Pains. So we chose Stronger, Growing Pains to be my first single because it really shows shows off my vocals, and it has a strong message behind it. I wrote it with my team about self-empowerment and felt like it was really a great one to be the first of the new project and um yeah i feel really close to it and everyone's loving it so far and i'm really excited about it and you did that all there in new york i take it yep here in our studio at um et studios in staten island new york um with my manager laura monaco and my producer joey martino and we also had an extra writer on it he is a recording artist, a pop star, A.J. is his name. So we all wrote that together. Say his name again because it sounded like uh, it didn't come through clearly. I want to make sure he gets his due. <laughs> A.J. A.J. So I believe his handle is at official A.J. online. <laughs> yeah. Okay, kind of you. Uh, and um, because you said that it was you know, done in such a way as to, as to highlight your vocals. I, I want to gush and, and tell you and the listeners how much I love your voice. When I was doing my research for this interview, I was looking at all kinds of Brielle's different social media. And there's one video in particular that I was playing it over and over. I was like calling over all kinds of people, come and see this video, listen to this girl's voice, how awesome it is. And it's, and it's just, it's just you sitting on the floor in a hallway singing an Adele song. It's like a uh, one, it's like a one minute clip on Instagram. Thank you. I'm like, oh Yeah. So when I have like studio sessions that run late, I tend to love the acoustics in the hallway. So I just sit down either with my friend playing a guitar or just me acapella and it's really really fun to do for instagram and stuff like that mm-hmm. so i think you're talking about when we were young by adele that's really one of my favorite songs oh my gosh it's just and, a, yeah. it's just a wonderful <laughs> wonderful showcase of your voice it's just unbelievable yeah it's amazing amazing um so while we're talking about this aspect uh of what you do brielle what is your songwriting process and and your recording process so I have, I'm very lucky that I have an amazing team and an amazing studio right close to my house. Um, I was so blessed to meet them and it's really like a little family that we have at the studio. So when we write or record, it usually starts off different every time. Like if we're writing, we could start with the concept or we could start musically. Like Joey, my producer, will just start playing some pretty chords that fit the vibe of the night and then we'll go off from there. Or I come into the studio with a concept that I've been working on to write a song for. So that varies all the time. But recording is so fun, and um, I'm lucky to have the team that I do. I feel so comfortable, and that's really important for the creative process, to be comfortable with the people that you're working with. So 
it's really it's really a homey, comfy kind of thing, which is perfect because I could be myself when I'm recording and and you know let it all out. Yeah, absolutely, and that's yeah. obviously so important so that people can hear the raw emotion and and you know exactly the feelings that you have on on a given song. Yeah, for sure. Um, I wonder, do you find in your songwriting that you know maybe you tend to lean more towards you know the, the lyrics or is it the melody or is it no I, I'm pretty even on on both when I bring ideas to the studio I've pretty much got you know the thing pretty well shaped or or what have you what has been your experience? I think I'm pretty even on both. Um, of course, lyrics are always so important, but if you're writing like a, a really cool, catchy, upbeat pop record, it's always good to have some cool melodies that people will catch on to. But um, if there are deeper lyrics with a deeper meaning, you could keep the melody simpler and more beautiful. So it really depends on which kind of genre you're writing or what the mood is. Well, let's talk about that because I just came uh -huh. back from... Um a songwriters festival in Alabama. And we were having a conversation, uh, about, you know, how people in California say we'll be writing pop music. People in Nashville will be writing country and, and mind you listeners, you know, this is not exclusive. It's not, you know, it's not, don't go to Nashville if you can't write country. It's just kind of, you know, the, the majority, but Brielle, I wonder in your case, have you tried to write across different genres or, or do you pretty much try to stick with, with writing pop? Because I, if, if the answer is yes, I've written others, I, I wonder, you know, do you see those differences? Do you notice, you know, that, that you take a different approach if you're writing something in a genre other than pop? Oh yeah. I've definitely challenged myself and wrote for different artists of different genres. And I think that's super important as a songwriter because in the end, music is music. If you love it, then you love all kinds. And I've written for, um, I've written a hook for a rapper, and mm. I actually I actually just wrote with my friend Justin Bright. Um, he co-wrote a song for an EDM artist. So wow. EDM is elect electronic dance yeah, music, yeah. which is going to be released in December. I can't say the official date yet, but <laughs> go on my website and that'll be there. But yeah, I mean, it was super fun to challenge myself. Um, I'm also featured as a vocalist on that EDM track. So, you know, music is music. I love writing anything. I'm really... Next thing I have to do is write a country song. So that's next on my list. Wow. Wow. Well, that's, yeah. that's great that, you know, and, and I say this uh, from a business standpoint, that's great that you're diversifying so much where you're not only doing your own material, but writing for other people so that you are just getting the experience as a songwriter, but that you're also happily crossing genres. That's, that's smart business. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'll always be a pop artist, but I'm super influenced by everything. So it's really great for growth and experience, I think. Uh, listeners, I would be remiss if I didn't send you way back to episode 31 when my guest was Steve Cherubino, um, because Brielle is talking about um, EDM music. Um, Steve Cherubino, I interviewed him on episode 31, and uh, that's his genre. That's he he does uh, the producer podcast um, cool. and, and interviews some of the some of the top uh, DJs in in EDM from throughout the world. So uh, listeners, go back and check out episode 31. Um, Brielle, we have listeners who are up and coming artists themselves listening each week for insights from my guests as to how they're doing the things that they're doing. So in your case, talk about signing your deal with Freedom Records and, and including how that came to be. So this was recent this past spring, I signed with them. Um, I mean, I've been working my whole life at this. So to finally have like people behind me, um, strong industry people, businessmen that are believing in me and willing to take this ride is super incredible. And um, so I have my own strength now, but I also have the strength of my team behind me. And that's so, so important in this industry. And I feel really, really blessed. And how were you able to to be in a position to get signed by them? Did did they come to you? Did you go to them? Was it somebody knew somebody? What was the case? So manager Laura and Joey, they um, actually collaborated with with a bunch of industry people and decided to create their own label, their own independent label, Freedom Records. I am the first artist to be signed, and um, awesome. We're just we're just growing together, which oh. is really really cool. Rather than me going to um an established label and just being shelved or you know not 
getting the intention that I need. And um, so this is just our main focus as a team to make this project soar. Yeah. Well, congratulations on that. Thank um, you. And for the record, uh, listeners, I'm saying freedom, but they actually have it like an acronym, like F-R-E-E-D-O-M records. Um, I don't, yes. I don't know if all those letters stand for something, but, uh, but <laughs> you know what, uh, Brielle, I wonder, um, you're, you're sort of on the, on the perimeter of, of what I'm about to say. So it's going to sound like I'm making a statement, but I do want you to weigh in with your opinion on this. You know, so uh-huh. many people, especially the guests that come on the show, talk about how, uh, we all, we all know that, that, you know, clearly the industry has changed so much over the years and, and there's really less importance put these days on being signed by a major label. But a lot of people say, you know, you can just do everything yourself these days. You know, you don't, you don't need to wait around for, for a label to sign Mm -hmm. you. Um, but, Mm -hmm. but here you are kind of in between that you're not doing it all yourself. You're not signed to a major label, but you are assigned to an indie label. So I just wonder, you know, what was your opinion, uh, maybe say a year ago or, or a year and a half ago as it relates to, you know, were you ever at a point where you thought I really need to make sure I get signed by a major label or did you kind of think, you know, Hey, I can do this all myself or, or what? I mean, as a little girl, that was like my biggest dream to be signed by a major label. I mean, anybody who wants to be a recording artist, that's like the biggest goal ever. But um, in the past two years, I've been noticing that people are, like you said, making it on their own and doing this thing, you know, all by themselves. Um, I think whether you're signed to a major label label or not signed at all um, or signed to an independent label like me, you always, always have to work for yourself. I say that... Um, nobody's going to come to your door. I say that all the time. So nobody's going to come asking for you. So you have to push yourself. You have to work and be humble. And whether or not you have a team, it's always really important to be strong and work for yourself. And then you just have that extra power. If you do have a team behind you, then it's double the magic, you know. But always, always work hard and hustle. And this is the hardest industry ever. So (laughs) you you have to. You really have to work and be strong. But I think, and and I don't want to put words in your mouth, so please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but I think what you're saying is that even though you do have a team helping you now, you are still making sure that you understand the business and you're not just focusing on your voice and on songwriting and and on songs that are being recorded, but you're making sure that you understand all the deals that happen and and the mechanics of of the music business. For sure, yeah. I mean, of course, my main focus is is, um, the creative side and my artistry and performing, but you always have to be aware of what's going on on the business side. And you don't have to be an expert, but you definitely have to know how it's going and and what's going on. Yeah. So as to not be taken advantage of, and someone just tells you, this is what's happening and you you nod and smile. And all of a sudden, six months later, you say, I agreed to that. (laughs) Because then you just lose who you are as an artist. And then it's not great anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's well said. I wonder though, Thank um, you. do you spend time? Uh, well, I guess I should say, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of your instrument, which is your voice. You know, do you take yes. voice lessons? Do you rehearse say every day, every other day, once a week? Not at all. What, what, what's, you know, talk, talk to me about what you do vocally. <laughs> so Laura, my manager, who is also my vocal coach will probably be laughing right now because <laughs> she yells at me that I do not warm up enough which is something that I'm working on. Um, So growing up, I took one voice lesson before I met Laura, and I never went back. Um, So this is mostly natural, but I always work on breathing now with Laura and exercising, and it's really, really important. Like you said, this is my instrument. My voice is my instrument. So keeping it healthy and keeping it warmed up before a performance is super important. So every day, perfect your craft and work on getting better. So I'm, I'm taking some lessons now with Laura just to keep to keep everything good. <laughs> well, I take my hat off to you, and, and I'll be the first to admit that as as frequently as I find myself, you know, being an advocate of vocal rest and of you know, especially the day of a performance to really save your voice and you know, talk really low and, and all those things that you're supposed to do. I, I you know I feel for you, Brielle, because I'm sure that, you know, you're watching a sporting event, you want to scream and yell and you know, <laughs> cheer and get excited or, 
You know? I'm very loud. I am a very loud person. So it's something that I'm working on for sure. <laughs> well, but you and I are just meeting for the first time. And I'm, I'm really just talking in general that anyone who, you know, wants to go out and just, you know, you just want to be Brielle, the girl, not Brielle, the singer. And so if you want to yeah. go out and have a good time with your girlfriends and, you know, y'all are getting a little rowdy or whatever it is, you, you know, it's, it's very tough to have to say, oh, you know what, guys, I, I have to kind of, I have to not really exert myself. <laughs> you know, they're like, yeah. what the heck is she doing? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, you started to talk a little bit about, I, I, I want to back up and set the stage uh, for the listeners a little bit by talking about your background, your, your early years, how you got started into music. Um, but then also, you know, I wonder what might've kind of been the turning point for you. You know, when did it become real that this was what you were going to pursue for a career? Because I believe I read online that you started, uh, at age five, yeah, so I was born and raised in Staten Island, New York, and I was raised by my mom, a single parent of two, and I was always the biggest ham. I always wanted to be in front of the camera. I was a child uh, model. My mom was clothes designer, so I modeled the baby clothes, and, and wow. I was just always, always in the spotlight, um, but I loved it, and um, I was enrolled into dancing school. That's a big thing here in New York. Um, competition dance teams and acting and, uh, you know, local plays and talent shows. I would, um, I, I remember my first like big, big experience singing in the public. I was at an Italian restaurant, a local Italian restaurant in Staten Island, and there was a live band performing and Wizard of Oz happens to be my favorite movie and they were playing Somewhere Over the Rainbow. So little five-year-old me stood oh up on gosh. the table and I was just belting it out to the on entire the table? restaurant. On the table? Yeah. Oh, my on gosh. On the table. You know, I just, honestly, I just felt, I know five-year-old, five years old is super young, but I just needed to do it. And um, I was not shy <laughs> at all. And I knew then that that was, like, the biggest, this is, like, my thing. So I stuck with dance and pageants and um, and everything like that. And I just started to get more serious about singing. Um maybe around the age of 12. So that's hmm. when it, I was super serious. Okay. Okay. Um, so is it, is it solely singing now or do you still do any modeling or any dancing or have those kind of gone by the wayside? Um, no, this is mainly singing, but there's always a little bit of dance when you're performing, of course. So I have my little, my dance background helped me out mm -hmm. with that. But yeah. Well, and I always say, you know, listeners, I'm, I'm so grateful for all of you who continue to listen to the show. But, um, you know, we do we we've gotten listeners from 124 countries around the world. And so, wow. um, so, you know, so there's a lot of people who are going to listen to this interview because they're fans of Brielle or, or family members or followers, uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, but, you know, there as much as all of us in the United States and certainly some other countries know about uh, American Idol and things of that nature. There are people who are just being introduced to Brielle mm -hmm. for the first time. And this is a beautiful girl that I'm having the pleasure to talk to. So when you hear her talk <laughs> about you. modeling, um, you know, go and look up. I'm going to give you here in a minute all of her online destinations. Um, but I'm, I'm interested to hear you say, Brielle, that, you know, that the dance did help you because certainly as an entertainer, you know, you do need to move around on stage. You can't, you know, sit on a stool, you know, with a guitar yeah. and that's, you know, yeah, that's performance it. Performance is really important. So having that background, especially like costumes and makeup and just having that dancing school background, having that pageant background is really helpful. Mm. Yeah. I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today in the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from New York is singer-songwriter Brielle Von Hugel. Visit her official website at www.briellevonhugel.com. And of course, to get the proper spelling of her name, you can just look at the title of this episode on your listening device. From her website, wow, you will find lots of links to various social media platforms that she is on, including Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and Snapchat. Plus, you can find her music on SoundCloud, which is one of the platforms that this show is available on. Look for Brielle on tour in cities like Chicago and Nashville in December. Keep up with her online for the most up-to-date list of where and when you can see her perform live. And do purchase her music, her seven-song EP called Turns to Gold, as well as the single that we were playing at the top of the show, as well as one other song, are all available on iTunes. She does have a link to iTunes from her website as well. Be sure 
sure that you're also checking out www.nhte.net, as in now hear this entertainment, nhte.net. For every episode of this show, we have on nhte.net the full audio, the guest's photo, a link to their website, quotes from the guest on each show, and we even list which two songs we played by that guest. Sign up for the e-newsletter at nhte.net and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free and it makes it so easy to get the show every week on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or by following on SoundCloud. We are thrilled to be on Google Play Music too. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nhte.net to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and to follow on Twitter and or Instagram. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you. And please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of great guests along the way. I've mentioned one of them already, Steve Cherubino from episode 31. As always, many thanks, of course, to those who are not first-time listeners. I very much appreciate your time and your interest and support. And by the way, whether you're going to look for Brielle's music and or other music, books, whatever, go to nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner to get there so that you can help this show in the process of buying whatever it is that you need from Amazon. Brielle, you were talking about your early years in music. I mentioned back in the intro that you were a top 12 girls semifinalist on American Idol in season 11. You were only 16 years old then. Wow. What a great yep. accomplishment. Um, <laughs> listeners, uh, we have had lots of other guests on this show who've been on American Idol, uh, not to mention The Voice and even America's Got Talent. But Brielle, talk about your experience on American Idol. So, yeah, I was a sophomore in high school. Um, the first time I auditioned, I was actually on season 10. I made it to Hollywood and then I got cut the last Hollywood week round. Um, and then my mom and I decided that we're not giving up or going back. <laughs> and season 11, I made it to the top 12 girls, as you said. And it was just super incredible. They were bad sides and good sides, of course, as in anything. Um, but I really learned a lot about the business and the behind the scenes and um, just about myself. 16 years mm. old, I was still I was still figuring out who I was as a person, and I was still just a young girl, and I was seeing what I liked. I didn't know who I was as an artist. So this was really, really um, just a growing experience for me, where Growing Pains comes from, actually, <laughs> my song. And, um, you know, it just, it just inspired me to work harder and, and to strive for this, and it, it reassured me that this is what I want to do, and this is who I want to be. And I just so grateful for it. I mean, I used to watch it when I was six years old. I dreamt of being Kelly Clarkson, and there I was on the stage. <laughs> I just, I just can't say enough good things about it. Um, it was so amazing. I met the most amazing people that I'm still in touch with every day. Um, it's just, it, I can't, I can't be more thankful for that. It was an incredible platform. I gained fans that I'm still in touch with and, and still follow me on, on this journey. And it was just an amazing platform for me to get started. You know, what I like about your answer is that you didn't even really talk about the obvious stuff, you know, about, about the songs that you sang or about, mm -hmm. uh, you know, being on camera in front of somebody. I mean, you, right away you started saying, I learned so much about the business and the behind the scenes. And then you started talking about, you know, it even gave me an opportunity to learn about myself. It, it reminded me, um, listeners go back, uh, to episode 139 with Siobhan Philidor. Um, she was on uh, American Idol this year in, in the final season. And, and she was saying the same thing that, you know, you really find out who you are when you're on there. And so I, I admire you and, and really, you. you know, Brielle, I admire you that after the experience that you described where you said, you know, I didn't make it. And so my mom and I decided what the heck I'll go back again next year. Yeah. Um, because mm -hmm. that, that had to be, uh, I don't want to be too dramatic, but that had to be, you know, a pretty emotional I'm from time New for York, you. Bruce. You could be dramatic. <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, um, I remember just crying and crying for days and days and days. Oh my! Wow! You're just you're just living the dream, and then wow. all of a sudden, in two seconds, it's taken away from you because you have to remember that this is a reality TV show. Um, um, yeah, it definitely just lit that fire inside of me, and and I was stronger and better, and and yeah, I did it. I That's did it. awesome, though, because you know to hear you say I was crying for days, it's it's probably easy to be overwhelmed by that and cry so much that you say the heck with those people I'm not doing that dumb show again they don't know what they're talking about and, and yeah. you walk away 
and you rallied yeah. behind it. I mean, that even happened to me after I was eliminated from season 11 as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's such a bummer to be on a high and then be so low um, an hour later. You know, sure. it's um, it's crazy, but I'm, I'm grateful for it because it showed me a little sneak peek into this industry that I'm in now. Um, I'm definitely stronger. Okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus is being ready to start a gig on time includes having your guitar already tuned. Don't wait until you are on stage and everyone is looking at you waiting for the song to start to only then start looking down at and tuning your guitar. It makes you look unprepared and, especially when you're in a writer's round, it holds other people up. Whatever time you're scheduled to start is when the first song starts. It's not when you get on stage and start tuning your guitar. And that is today's Bruce's Bonus. How about that? Helpful? There are a whole bunch of tips just like that over all the prior episodes of this show. To make it easy for the listeners out there who are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers, to get the tips in one concise format, there is a Bruce's Bonus Book, Volume 1, and a Bruce's Bonus Book, Volume 2, for purchase in ebook format giving you all the tips from episodes 1 to 40 and 41 to 80, respectively. Just go to www.brucesbonusbook.com for online ordering and instant delivery. There are some quotes on your website from American Idol judges. Randy Jackson said, quote, I didn't know you had that much swag, almost like a little <laughs> Janis Joplin in there, that fearlessness at such a young age, we love it, end quote. And Jennifer Lopez said, quote, what I love about you is that you are a true performer. You come out there and you eat it up. You understand what it is like to entertain. I love that, end quote. Yes. So, Brielle, hearing those quotes and, and reading them on your own website, how do those make you feel now? Because I, I'm I was thinking about this and leading up to today, and as I read those quotes, I thought, well, they can either fuel your confidence, or or maybe you know they can bring out some bitterness because you didn't win, or or maybe it's just like you know you know what, Bruce, those those quotes are are old news now. Yeah, well, I mean they are old news, but they are, are amazing news. You know, um, to hear that from people of their caliber, it's just. Incredible, especially J Lo saying that I know what it is to entertain. She is the definition of an entertainer, <laughs> um, and she's from New York. So shout out to New York. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was so incredible. It fueled my confidence for sure, Bruce. Um, um, I don't know. It's just, it's just amazing that people like them told me those words. <laughs> well, yeah, especially the, the girl that you described who, who sat there in the early years and watched Kelly Clarkson win. And for you to tell yourself, you know, that's going to be me someday. And all of a sudden here you are on the show yeah. and Randy and JLo are yeah. saying quotes like so that to that, you. At that moment, I probably didn't even register what they were saying. So I, <laughs> good thing they're written on my website. So I can remember because that moment was totally a blur. Uh, but I'm really, really thankful. I love them. And I had an incredible time. I will never forget. I will never forget it. Yeah. So if you had to do it all over again, I, I take it that you that you absolutely would. No, I absolutely wouldn't. No? no. No. I loved it so much. I would never do it again. I hate to tell you the wow. truth. Wow! <laughs> wow! Wow! I'm shocked. I, yeah, I have to be honest with you. It's it's a. It's really an obstacle course. It's really challenging. It's really stressful on your mind and your body. And uh, I did it. I did my run twice. So <laughs> I'm done with I'm done with reality TV shows. Definitely. You're uh, you're, you're you're closing in on making a baseball analogy. You don't want to go up for a third time and strike out, right? No, no. <laughs> I think um, with all the tools I have now, and I'm established as an artist and as a woman, I think I'm I'm good. <laughs> I would be remiss if I didn't mention the guys from Fly by Midnight who were the guests on this show last month on episode 141. Yeah. Uh, Brielle, connect the dots for us here because you have a connection with those guys uh, to the point where I've even seen them pop up on your Instagram. Yeah, so we're teammates, friends, and family for sure. Justin Bright, I know since high school, we used to be in spring musicals and plays together. 
um, even before we knew Laura and Joey, our team at uh, TE Music Group, ET Studios. Um, so, yeah, so Justin and actually introduced me to them, and we started working in, in their studio in their apartment, actually, before they established the business. So this is, like, really a family affair. And then Slavo came to be a producer for them. He came to work for them, and they formed a duo. So now we all write together and record together and perform together. Those little Instagram videos, some YouTube covers. We just released one of Maroon 5's new song, Don't Wanna Know. Um, super fun. We're hanging out on a couch singing. But, uh, yeah, those are great guys doing amazing things. Super inspiring. And uh, they're hustling. We're doing our thing. Well, that's that's good because, you know, I, I am always very outspoken about the fact that, in my opinion, you can never have uh, too many contacts. I don't believe that there's such a thing as having too many contacts. And so it's great the way that you've kind of leaned on people that you've known but turned it into where you're all enjoying success together. Yeah, definitely. I'm praying for the best, and uh, I think we're going to do some great things if we keep this hustle up and we keep writing and recording and, and doing our thing. Well, I'm here to say that, that you, as well as Fly by Midnight, are, are doing great things already. So certainly Thank there's, you so much. there's only uh, more to come on the horizon. Um, speaking of which, now, Brielle, going forward for you is starting a tour with Postmodern ju Jukebox, which yes. I'm, I'm sure you have to be tremendously excited about. Uh, talk about how that came together, because that's, that's obviously, for those of you out there um, that know it, and if you don't, <laughs> go on YouTube and, and look up <laughs> Postmodern Jukebox, but uh, certainly um, very prestigious affiliation for you. So um, talk about yes. uh, how that came together, and, and, and if you can possibly put into words the amount of excitement I'm sure you have. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I've always been a fan. I think Scott Bradley is a genius and came up with this amazing concept that is loved by older people, younger people, in between. It's just incredible, and it's real music. So I've always been a fan. Some friends that I was on Idol with were working with them. I went to go see a show when they played here in Staten Island, made some connections. And this past February, I went out to L.A. to shoot three videos in just two days that are on their YouTube channel. They're all up now. So I did Grenade by Bruno Mars, which has just hit over a million views. Mm. Um, I did Same Old Love by Selena Gomez and All of Me by John Legend. So those are all on the Postmodern Jukebox YouTube channel. Um, so fast forward a few months, they're on their uh, full U.S. tour. I just did a few dates with them in September, which was super incredible. I can't even begin to explain the amount of talent that they have together. It's just a huge family of awesomeness and uh, <laughs> so I did a few dates in September it was incredible and they just called me back I'm leaving tomorrow morning actually to do a few dates with them this week and I I am so excited I'm ecstatic actually uh, it's fun uh, the crowd is amazing their fan base is so so cool and, and people just love music and that's what's so special about it um, I don't know if you're familiar with it but they take you know, new radio pop songs and arrange them to sound like they're from the 40s and the 50s and just give it that vintage feel. And I just think it's so fun and I'm so happy and humbled to be a part of it. I Outstanding. love my postmodern jukebox family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've obviously watched the videos for sure. Um, and, I, and I wondered, you know, because... And, and, and I might be slightly influenced um, by the episode of the show that just came out a few weeks ago, uh, 144, with Mark McConville. He's a actor, improviser, musician, podcaster, kind of jack-of-all-trades. And so I wonder, Brielle, you know, in, in watching you in those videos, and, and of course, you know, because of what Postmodern Jukebox is all about, you know, there's certain... I'm going to say costumes, but a certain wardrobe that that you have yes. to wear to 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 be you know to be the part. Um, do do yeah. you feel like there is an element of you that is all of a sudden now you're not just singing, but now you're <laughs> also playing a character, or, or is it? Maybe yeah, I think that's what's like the most fun about it. Everyone has a character, so I've always I, I love makeup. I didn't tell you that, but I love makeup. Um, growing up performing and everything, I was super in love with it and taught myself and watched YouTube tutorials. But I was always wearing winged eyeliner to perform. So now I feel like it's super fitting for the PMJ. <laughs> you know, a bold lip and some winged eyeliner. You know, the Amy Winehouse wing. 
Um, yeah. I just always wore it. So now I feel like it's, it's definitely perfect for PMJ. I'm packing. I, I was just packing before we started this interview. And I, <laughs> I ordered a new little vintage cocktail dress that has cherries on it. And just the whole thing is super fun. Fun is like the perfect word for it. Well, see, and I was going to ask you about that, you know, because in, in these videos, you're, you're wearing uh, vintage dresses, you're wearing high heels, things of that nature. So is mm -hmm. it is it you deciding on your own what you think is going to be appropriate or is someone kind of telling you like shop from here or are they giving you a oh, wardrobe no, no. allowance or what? Everyone decides on their own. So mm -hmm. we dress ourselves and uh, it's really cool to see what everyone comes up with. And yeah, it's great. That sounds like that sounds like a lot of fun, you know, above and beyond what just flat out going out and performing is in the first place. You yeah, because you get to play, definitely. you get to play a character, so to speak. Yeah. I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today in the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from New York is singer-songwriter Brielle Von Hugel. Visit her official website at www.briellevonhugel.com. And as I mentioned before, to get the proper spelling of her name, you can just look at the title of this episode on your listening device. From her website, you will find lots of links to various social media platforms that she's on. Facebook, Twitter, we've been talking about YouTube, we've mentioned Instagram, she's also on Snapchat. Plus, you can find her music on SoundCloud, which is one of the platforms that this show is available on. Look for Brielle on tour, as we've just been discussing, uh, Chicago and Nashville. She's coming your way in December, um, but those of you out there who are not in those cities, just continue to keep up with her online for the most up-to-date list of where and when you can see her perform live. And do purchase her music. She has a seven-song EP called Turns to Gold, plus the single that we were playing at the beginning of this show, as well as one other song, all available from iTunes. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nhte.net. It stands for Now Hear This Entertainment, nhte.net. For every episode of this show, we have the full audio there, plus the guest's photo, a link to their website, and quotes from the guest on each show, as well as an indication of which two songs by that guest were played on that episode. Sign up for the e-newsletter at nhte.net and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free, and it makes it so easy to get the show every week on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or by following on SoundCloud. We are thrilled to be on Google Play Music too. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nhte.net to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and to follow on Twitter and or Instagram. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you. And please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. I've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. I've mentioned a few of them so far during this episode. Episode 31 with Steve Cherubino, 139 with Siobhan Philidor. Fly by Midnight, those two guys were on episode 141, and then a few weeks ago, Mark McConville on episode 144. As always, many thanks, of course, to those who are not first-time listeners. I very much appreciate your time and your interest and support. And as I mentioned earlier, whether you're going to look for Brielle's music and or other music, books, whatever, go to nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner to get there so that you can help this show in the process of buying whatever it is that you need from Amazon. Brielle, do I understand, is there a new EP in the works for you? And, and if so, uh, when might the listeners be able to expect that? And, and do you know how many songs there will be? So we're not sure if it's going to be a full-length album or an EP, but I can tell you that we have over 20 songs written and wow. recorded. Wow. And uh, we're still going. <laughs> I think it's super important to write more than you need so that you could go back and pick pick which ones are best and which ones fit the project the most but i we are looking at the spring now for a release okay um so more more length. incentive for people to follow you online so they can get updates as to when yes, that's going to come yes follow me stay in touch i'm always on social media but i'm <laughs> curious though you said you said you have 20 songs that are written and recorded and and certainly you know i i I would expect you to say, you know, it, it's it's best to to have more songs than you're actually going to end up recording. But but why are you taking the time to record them all instead of just sitting down with all your paperwork and saying, okay, here's the, we have 37 songs. Let's look at these and see which ones sound like the ones we want to record. What why why take the time to to record them all? So most of them are scratch vocals or uh, a rough, okay, as you could call it, um, just to see how they print. Mm -hmm. and to see how they would work musically and to see if it's worth 
giving it more attention and more work. Mm. So that's that's the reason we okay. do that. So there's yeah. no instrumentation whatsoever, or is there maybe um, minimal, uh-huh. really minimal? Yeah. Yeah, one guitar or maybe one piano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So instead of you know going into a full blown production, we'll see how it how it records. Yeah. First. Yeah. Do you find that? Um, do you find that there's some that you say, you know, this one might be a candidate, but I think we we maybe need to do a little more work on it. In terms, oh, of, I'm definitely. talking about the actual songwriting. Oh yeah, for sure. We've um, sometimes recorded songs and went back and changed the lyrics to the chorus, or went back and changed the melody, or took something out. It's always a work in progress, and uh, <laughs> it's music. <laughs> you know, <laughs> for musicians, we always want to change something. Well, uh, I, I do yeah. want to give you an opportunity to talk about your efforts to combat bullying. Um, go ahead and tell the listeners about your platform against that as as well as in favor of female empowerment. Yeah, so the new project, um, most of my songs are inspired by self-empowerment, especially female empowerment, because I feel like that's something that's super important right now, especially for my generation. Uh, growing up, I've dealt with a lot of bullying and uh, and, you know... A lot, especially being on a national television show when I was a teenager. Um, but even younger, too. I, I've dealt with bullying for my appearance and, and my lifestyle and blah, blah, blah. So I, instead of sulking about it and being sad about it, I want to heal people with my voice and my music and just inspire them to be confident and go after what they love. So my Stronger Growing Pains campaign, my single Stronger Growing Pains I just wanted people to hear the song and um, share it with people in need of some um, inspiration and influence. And, you know, I just want to be a role model for girls my age and younger, even older. Um, I just want it to be known that no matter what happens in life, there are many obstacles, but you can persevere and stay strong and go after what you love. Just really be focused and humbled and, um, and be you. I want everyone to know that it's okay to be you. And you have a uh, specific hashtag that you want people to use on social media to to unite this community, yes? Yeah, I want to hear everyone's story. So you could tweet me or Facebook me. Just make sure at the end of your um, at the end of your text, you do the hashtag StrongerGP. So that's StrongerGP. I'm really amazed to to hear you say that. Uh, that you were bullied while you were on American Idol. I mean, the, you know, on the surface, the first thing that jumps to my mind is that people were just jealous. And, and I, I can't understand, um, you know, why being on American Idol would, would lend itself to bullying. I would think that, if anything, everybody would want to be your friend then. <laughs> Aw, thanks, Bruce. <laughs> well, you know, um, millions of people are watching me from their homes, and everybody has, is entitled to their own opinion and... You know, yeah, I've had really, really mean blogs written about me and mm. my family. And boy, oh boy. Uh, what are you going to do? People could love you. People can hate you. But, uh, you know, that's why I think it's so important that, I ha- that you have to stay grounded and uh, realize that um, you're out there doing what you love and they could hate because they're, they're just jealous that you're not pursuing your, that they're not pursuing their mm. dreams. Yeah. So, you know. Just stay focused. Well Ignore all the negative. Yeah. yeah. Well, God bless you because you're you're a real sweetheart, and and you know Thank it, you, it could it could certainly go the other way. Somebody you know could be bullied to the point where they just you know really uh, you know become sheltered and closed off and and hateful. Um, and yeah. you've done nothing even remotely resembling that. So God bless you for for you know not only taking the attitude that you've had, but taking it one step further and say, I want to help others, you know, in, in the process. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, we're almost out of time. I, I had, I had saved, uh, I wanted to have a little fun at the end here, but you've kind of already tipped your hand on this. Um, I had alluded, oh. uh, in, in the intro to the success that you've had on YouTube and I've been plugging your other social media channels, specifically mm-hmm. Instagram and those, uh, those videos that you, that you post from, from that hallway, uh, I was going to yes. ask you where it is, but so since you already said that it's that it's where you go to record i'll 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 do this uh just to have a little fun i wonder in in the process of filming those if anyone has has ever come out and and complained you know when you've been out there singing or maybe someone accidentally photobombed when you were recording and you had to start over again yeah (laughs) totally so um we almost are in every room in that in that building that we're in so there's only one other um company that's there so they've came out for sure but 
the lights are automatic. So sometimes if you're sitting long enough, they'll shut off and have lights <laughs> turn off in the middle of videos. Definitely people walking out, people um, photobombing for sure. But it's super fun. And if you guys uh, want to request a song, actually, I love doing those covers. If you want to request a song, just tweet me or uh, write on my Facebook or Instagram, and I'd be happy to do a song that you guys want to hear. Wow, nice. Uh, we're going to yeah. close today with a brand new song of yours, Brielle, called Naked. So before we let yes. you go, tell the listeners all about this song, if you would, please. Yeah, so Naked was just released on November 22nd with the video. It's available on all um, digital outlets now. And uh, this is the most personal of all, I think. Uh, super, super raw and super stripped down. As I was saying, I want everyone to feel comfortable in their skin and and just be themselves and this is really really close to my heart um i hope that it touches somebody in, in a special way and um just inspires them to be their unique self and to live life to the fullest and yeah this that, is naked <laughs> that sounds very personal did you did you write it solely by yourself or or did you did you co-write this one so I, I co-wrote this one. With, I co-write on every one of my songs, by the way. Um, I think it's important for me to be involved for experience and to just have my touch on it. Um, but I wrote this one with Laura Joey and an incredible musician, uh, Todd Schroeder. He's a musical director for Postmodern Jukebox. That's how we met. So he was in New York for a few days and stayed at the studio with us. And uh, he's just incredible. He's playing piano on the track. And... Uh, yeah, so the four of us wrote this together. It's it's really it's really a great one, and I'm super proud of it. Awesome. Well, Brielle, this was great. You're you're awesome, and, and I really appreciate you making the time for this today. I really enjoyed it, and thank you. Thank, thank you, you very Bruce. much. I, yeah. lo I loved it. So fun. Awesome, thank you. listeners. That will do it for this week's episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to singer songwriter Brielle von Hugel. Do visit her official website. It's www.briellevonhugel.com, and then engage with her on social media. So that means like her Facebook page, follow her on Twitter and Instagram. Add her on Snapchat, subscribe to her YouTube channel, and then watch and like the videos on there. For that matter, tell her you heard her and her music on Now Hear This Entertainment. Remember that you can also find Brielle's music on SoundCloud. Keep up with her online for information on where and when you can go see her perform live, as well as the new recording that she's doing, possibly targeted for next spring. And of course, do purchase her music. It is available on iTunes. Don't forget to visit www.nhte.net and sign up for the email newsletter there by simply putting in your email address. And of course, please do subscribe to this show and tell your friends about it. Give us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio too, hopefully accompanied by a five-star rating. That really does help the show a lot. If you are listening on SoundCloud, remember that you can like and repost episodes is how you share on there and you can also follow on soundcloud let's get your feedback on the show too. post your comments or questions on the now hear this facebook page there are links to it and twitter and even the now hear this official youtube channel on nhte.net plus there's a link there to this show on instagram or send us an email the email address is on the contact page of nhte.net we have been recording this show at the great facilities at Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out online on their website at www.cbpro.net. That's CB as in Crystal Blue. Thanks for listening. We'll send you out today with another song from Brielle Von Hugel. This is the one she just talked about. It's called Naked. Stripped all my fears
Naked with you. 